Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. All five lights are on. If you're interested in electric cars as much as we are at the Evening Standard, then this one's for you. As part of our Plug It In campaign, we've been looking at how EVs will shape our future. And as the Formula E World Championships come to an end, we're taking a look at the tech behind the cars they use. We wanted to know how far the tech has come and what impact it's had on the everyday electric cars we're increasingly using on the roads. Hi, I'm John Weeks, and this is Tech and Science Daily. As the Formula E World Championships come to an end, we're taking a look at the sport itself, how far the tech behind it has come, and what impact it's had on the everyday electric cars we're increasingly using on the roads. The race series only made its debut in 2014, and has since become the fastest-growing motorsport series on the planet. The sport has 12 teams and 24 drivers on the grid who've been taking part in this year's series in countries including Mexico, Saudi Arabia, America and the UK. So let's hear from one of those drivers, Nick Cassidy from the Envision Racing Team who won race 11 in New York. Nick, what is it like being in the driver's seat of a Formula E car? It's a pretty unreal experience. And I say that because I, I was the same. I, I didn't know what to expect from an electric car, but the most obvious thing is the torque is the acceleration is, is really, really impressive. And that brings a lot of challenges because obviously then to stop that acceleration becomes, as a driver, something very challenging. And then when you're in the city centers between two concrete walls, it brings an extra thrill to it as well. But how does the training differ between the likes of F1 and F2 and their electric counterparts? I think every category in in motorsport has its differences anyway. And and as you grow up, you go through many different situations that teach you to be adaptive. And I think as a racing driver, that was then the next step with Formula E. And all of a sudden you're working with a team of 40 plus people who are looking at every single detail. At the workshop, we have our simulator and it's all about, okay, preparing for the, the car, that track, but training that we can react quickly to different situations. And at the moment, Formula E cars can only go for shorter distances because the batteries can only last for so long. Nick, are you looking forward to them becoming better able to race for longer? Yeah, but I think that's not exactly the reason why we have shorter races and things as well. I mean, the technology is evolving all the time. We have the technology to, obviously with the Gen 3 car coming, especially, you know, regen 350 kilowatts, which is absolutely unbelievable. So in terms of range and electric vehicles, that's growing every day. 
And it does seem inevitable that petrol-powered F1, F2 cars will be phased out eventually. Does it feel like you're ahead of the game in a way by racing Formula E cars now? This is very much a personal opinion, but I don't think it really, it's not a competition versus other forms of motorsport. It's more showcasing the future of mobility and, and also how technology is advancing. And then I, I hope that in a way the other categories either is more of a push towards us or they're changing along those kind of lines as well. But how advanced is the tech behind these race cars? But what does the future hold for Formula E and EVs in general? It is improving so much. If you compare the specs of a Gen 1 car four years ago at 150 kilowatts, you know, four years later we are 250 kilowatts, and then next year we're at 350 kilowatts. You know, it's in percentage terms a really big jump every single time. Sylvain Philippi is managing director of Envision Racing. So, Sylvain, what can you tell us about the actual Formula E cars you work with? So, you know, some people really think still that, you know, electric cars are great for all the stuff we know, you know, efficiency and so on, but they are heavy and, and big and so on. And, you know, with the Gen 3 car, we are challenging that, you know, the Gen 3 car is uh, 60 kilograms lighter than the current car and uh, a little bit smaller as well. So for the first time with a Formula E car, that is actually lighter and smaller than the Formula 1 car. But what if I told you the tech has gotten so good on the Gen 3 car, they've actually taken out the brakes? <laughs> Okay, well, what if Sylvain told you that? We are going from 250 kilowatt of regenerative braking to 600 kilowatt. It's a gigantic step. And that means that we took the brave move to remove the rear brakes, which sounds a bit scary, but we just don't need them. The, the electrical uh, regenerative power is so strong that you don't actually need friction brakes anymore. And I understand you work with data company Genpact to help you in the sport. How do they support your efforts? They are helping us on the data side of things, you know, how to analyze, how to gather data quicker, how to organize it correctly, how to introduce AI to help us in the decision-making process because we don't have enough time to do it. That's on the performance side. And then on the sustainability side, of course, we have to lead by example, right? So we are carbon neutral. It takes a lot of resource and energy to compile all the data, to you know, assess how much emissions you are emitting in the first place, how you're going to reduce and so on. We've worked with Genpack to build a carbon calculator, if you want, that helps us massively reduce the amount of time it takes to measure, to basically automate all these bits of data, to then be a lot more efficient in, uh, in measuring our footprint and then do something about it. Let's go to the ads now. Coming up in part two, Sylvain explains why EVs are the future of motoring. Electric cars are just the absolute no-brainer technology solution for the future. Regardless of where the energy comes from, they just use far less energy per mile traveled. Why not hit follow and give us a rating in the meantime? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now 
wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Now, we know about the tech that goes into Formula E, but how is that feeding into everyday cars we use on the roads? If you increase the voltage of a car, you can charge faster, you have more efficiency, you have less heat generated, less fuel losses in the car. But it was a case of starting it. So when we started Formula E, there was no major T1 supplier that could have provided an inverter or motor of these characteristics that we wanted. So we had to create that ourselves. And of course, all the manufacturers and the T1 suppliers are getting on board. And now, I believe, I think the first cars on the road on an 800 volt architecture were the Porsche Taycan and the Audi e-tron GT, based on this latest uh, kind of Formula E-based architecture. And there have been suggestions of using hydrogen cells and other tech to power our cars. Are EVs really the best option? I've been asked this question many, many times over the last decade. And the answer has evolved a lot. And now there's this pretty clear consensus. Battery electric cars are probably the winning solution simply because of that combination of super high efficiency. So ultimately, regardless of where the energy comes from, you've got to use less energy per mile travel. That's the first thing. And then secondly, the ability of an electric car to directly use renewable energy. Another criticism of EVs is how they use up so much electricity from the grid. But you think that's not necessarily going to be the case in future, right? The electric car is actually a benefit and a help for the grid, not a hindrance. When you have millions of electric cars on the road, all these batteries, these millions of kilowatt hour of energy storage in the batteries, then help the grid as a buffer to store that renewable energy. So it becomes a virtuous cycle. And there's no other technology that can do that, really. And you can hear more about Formula E from founder Alejandro Agag in Monday's How to Be a CEO podcast. You can find a link to that in the show notes. You're up to date. Check out the Evening Standards Plug It In campaign where you can find out how EVs are shaping the future and guides on which one might be best for you. Search Evening Standard Plug It In. Come back at 4pm today for the Leader Podcast. We'll be back on Monday at 1pm. See you then. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.